but then I figured that's not my thing. I feel like you're marking me. I'm not marking you. Okay, we ready? It's just not my thing. Yes, I'm ready. It's recording. Do your, gotta do do your opening. Okay, I gotta go from regular Josh voice to podcast Josh voice. Okay. Okay. Turn it on. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here, super glad you're hanging out. Hope you had an amazing week. Hope you're having an amazing Easter weekend. The year's flying by. I don't know if you guys realize this, but the first quarter is over. That means 25% of the year, 25% of your ability to reach your goal is gone. Now, that would be like the more negative way to look at it, uh, but we're not like that here in the Quick Talk Podcast. So the positive way to look at it is you still have 75% left. That's pretty good. That's like a glass that is 75% full. I used to tell my business partner, Chris, and our team all the time that every single day during our season, now we had a seasonal business, we had you know like a 38-week season where we could really make revenue on average. And so every week I said was like a bucket. And you want that bucket filled all the way to the top because if you miss a day, if you miss a week, that bucket's gone and you can't go back in time and fill it back up, right? And you can't just always redline your team and overshoot your capacity and stuff like that. And so I just want you to understand the importance of every day, especially when we're going into quarter two, which for most of the country is a huge, huge, huge money-making opportunity for home services. Make sure you get rest this weekend. Make sure you get everything that you've been putting off uh, written down and clear and get your team on fire because uh, the next three months is when people start getting burnt out and they get overwhelmed. But you're going to make a lot of money and your business is going to grow and you're going to build yourself confidence and it's going to be awesome. I know it will be awesome. Now, today, I'm joined by my wife, Ashley. What's up, Ash? Nothing much. Nothing much? Well, actually a ton, but... Yeah. <laughs> We're having a great family day. I'm, I'm actually taking like four days off, uh, other than my podcast, um, to just kind of like decompress and, and chill out. You know, I've been going really hard for about four months, right? And uh, <laughs> people have no idea, do they? They literally have no idea, but it's not their job to have. No, no, no. and that's okay. Uh, but we accomplished a major goal and got, you know, this project done, the super course, and it's amazing, and my team's kind of handling things, and... A lot of people are signing up and rolling in and messages are blowing up. But you know what? I have like an assistant now and we have a sales manager who has people under him and we have like the tech team. We have a full support team. We have a partner division where we're uh, recruiting other uh, like or other like similar like parallel businesses and companies to partner with us. So they promote our stuff. We promote their stuff. Like it's kind of almost like fingers crossed, like working and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yes, it is. And remember back when we had, um, I had the idea and like, I, fr- I think I was originally going to call it like Street Shot or Street Bitter. Remember? And we, we called the app Street Bitter a long time ago. And I'm talking about it. I'm like, it's going to be amazing. We're going to do all this stuff. And and then like five years later, it's like, okay, finally it's sort of starting to work. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, but my wife has an open invitation to come on the podcast and she, she had something she wanted to talk about today that is super awesome. So let's transition, add some value to the people listening. And what do you got? Well, um, I'm super excited about it. Uh, we have been um, setting up some new things in, in SendGym um, for our internal customers which are our staff and um, I'm working behind the scenes on that a little bit and uh, so I wanted to share what we did this week uh, we gave out personality tests and it was mind-blowing and so <laughs> this week not only did we take personality tests and I 
look at the personalities of our staff, but I've also just been reading about all of the different personalities and how to be a good leader of so many different personalities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I wish we would have taken it this far when we had our service company. Because uh, we were really engaged, and I've always been about culture, and I teach people on the podcast, you know, the whole internal customer thing, which I stole from Michael Kaplan, by the way. I want to make sure I throw that out there. It's just so good. It's just part of my vocabulary now. Like, you have customers that give you money, and then you have the internal customers, which actually make you the money. So they're both of them are the most important thing in the world, right? Um, and you, you've also heard me talk about data mining your staff, like understanding their spouse's name and what their hobbies are and what they're into, not in a way to manipulate them, in a way to understand them so that you can set up a planned randomness schedule for them. And I know I've talked about that if you guys have been listening to the show. And, you know, I drink my own Kool-Aid here. And like I told you a couple episodes ago, like, I'm doing the same five stages of business thing right now that you guys are. I'm in a different industry now, but the principles are the same. And so culture is going to be super, super, super important uh, going forward. And actually going into quarter two, this is really relevant because the foundation of all your companies has to be momentum creation and sales sales and marketing, right? Well, we, we've done that. Like we have some ravenous, awesome tribe members and we're growing and we're getting trials and we have people reaching out to us. We have other softwares reaching out to us and we've created momentum on the sales side uh, through just sheer ridiculous effort and hard work and just serving and over delivering and it feels like it's taken forever and it's exhausting now in the midst of that when you start to redline and the sales are exploding that's when you have to pivot back to your people and and i don't know if you know this ash but i I tell people that it's like a teeter-totter you're either spending time generating massive amounts of sales or fixing repairing and, and and like helping and cheering on your team and you're either doing one of those two things, right? So because I've created all this momentum, now there's stress and pressure on the internal systems and like the people and they're working really hard and some of them are working weekends and like they're doing stuff at eight o'clock at night from home. And by the way, without us making them, it's just because they're A players and they feel loved and invested in, but it's this oscillation between beast mode sales and marketing and then fix up your internal systems, level everything up. And this is going to be kind of like our one of our most important things in the next three months. And that's why I asked you, Ashley, to to be the, what, what's your job title again? We call it the happiness specialist. The happiness specialist. That's right. That's right. I, I bring happiness to the world. So <laughs> I hope you're happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> but it's, a, it's critical. It is a, it's critical. So what did you learn with the personality test? How are you going to apply it? How does it tie into like goal setting or, or employees wise or just kind of go down that road for us? Well, I w- I'll just have to say that we started taking the personality test, and I know some of the staff even went home and had their spouses take the personality test because it's really just m- eye-opening. Um, you know, it's there's a few things that could be a little off. I will say that. There are some things where you're like, huh, I don't really see that. But it also helps you just kind of see a different perspective of where people could be coming from, what makes them tick. Uh, so... We found out that we have a lot of different personalities in the Sun Gym office. But the important thing is, is if they're in their right seat. Right. And you can't take like a personality test or a disc profile. There's all these different cool things. It's not like a box that's ironclad, but it is still highly relevant. And it's kind of like if you're farming. I don't really know much about farming, but I do know that certain plants require different things to grow properly. So like you might have a strawberry plant that needs like massive amounts of sunlight. And maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe it needs less sunlight. I have no idea. But the principle is, is like what that plant needs to thrive is different than what a cucumber 
thing needs to survive in, in any other type of plant, right? So people are like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that you're pushing them into a box or in a corner because personalities can actually evolve and change over the course of your lifetime. And people are very, you know, unique, like snowflakes, right? Like ever, there's, nobody's the same. But when you know that someone that's important in your team thrives with a certain environment, with a certain set of language that you use when you communicate to them, and you're delivering them like their employee love language or whatever, which I've also talked about on the show, um, it makes a humongous, giant, ridiculous difference. Plus, it makes you less defensive if they respond in a certain way, or it helps you understand what's going on in their world and kind of how they communicate and and all that stuff, right? Well, I think, you know, you always say that... uh, unmet expectation is the root of all conflict. Yes. And so when you're expecting an employee to respond a certain way and that's not really in their DNA code, it gives you more grace for people and you can kind of get a perspective of where they're coming from. It's just, you know, you just, when you're reading them, it just blows your mind. It's hard to really... Well, yeah, they need to do it. It's free. Like the one that we're talking about right now is the Myers-Briggs. It's been around for a really long time. 16personalities.com. Perfect. So the number one, the number six, and the personalities.com. Yep. And, yeah, that's and we a, found out that Josh and I are completely different personalities. <laughs> really? I think we might have known that. <coughs> Excuse me. But what, here's the other thing is um, um, oh, I'm losing my train of thought on a live podcast. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, Wait, it's live? It's totally live because I'm not going to edit it. We're just going to publish it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like live. Um my, my my thing is that some people are processors. Some people are um, just verbalizers. Like, for example, if I'm, like, working through a problem in my head, I work through the problem with my mouth while I'm talking nonstop. And other people can't do that. They're literally not designed to do that. So I'll be looking at them like, right, right, well, what about this? No, we think about that. Oh, but that could be here. And then they're staring at me like a deer in the headlights. And they're thinking and doing things in their brain, but they're not saying anything. And I, like, need them to, like, talk to me and, like, tell me things like, right, 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 right. And they stare at me. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing that, that's, they're, that they're not broken, they're just processing different, which actually adds massive value back to someone like me. Uh, is really a big deal because then I don't get like offended or or get irritated like what's wrong with you? You, you oh you don't you're not you're not involved in this you're not invested because that's not the case at all they're just different right yes there it's exactly true and I think this is like huge um, as an employer or someone who's a leader in your company because you know a lot of people out there their number one problem is employee issues. And you know, I have heard that. No one There's wants, a rumor going but around. I've never heard someone claim I have a leadership issue because they're usually the leader. Ooh, people are going to click off. You're offending them. I, I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to offend you. But you're offending them with the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Uh, anyways, uh, if you know your teammates and you know where they go and you know what makes them tick, then you can lead them well. Not everybody needs to be lead led lead la, 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 led the same way. Right. And like for instance, my personality says in the workplace, I like a friendly work environment with high pace and I like things to always be changing and different. But on the flip side of that, there's other people in the Sun Gym office 
that stresses them out in their workspace. They like things that are the exact same way every single day. They know what they're going to get expect. You know, they move at a methodical pace. Mm-hmm. So when I go into the Senjim office and I'm like, woohoo! Oh, I just knocked over your water bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, that stresses them out. Yeah. They can only handle me in short bursts of time, I think. Right, but now that they understand you and you're understanding them, it, ma- it makes it just work. Right? It does. You give each other a little bit of grace. Yeah. You, or a lot bit. Or a lot bit. <laughs> I think I think it also helps knowing your employees better will only benefit you. Of only. course. Of course. Um, just like I saw somebody on Facebook put, uh, they were questioning their why, mm-hmm. wondering out what their why is. If you don't know what your employee's why is, you need to ask them. Immediately, because mm-hmm. we also did that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so now we know their why. And even if our why wasn't strong, which it is, but even if our why wasn't strong, we have their why to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Passion is contagious. Yes. You That's know? good. Passion is very contagious. And so um, if you can't get up in the morning for your why, get up for your family's why. I think one of the reasons I've even succeeded at anything is because I keep putting myself in positions where other people are dependent on me. And, like, I won't take care of myself just for myself, which sounds really weird. I don't know if anybody out there can relate to that. But when other people are relying on me, you're going to get the job done, right? And I also coach and teach people through this podcast and everything that that I do that you have to start at the end, right? The begin with the end of the mind, your mountaintop, your why. The reason you have to do that, it's super simple. If you don't have a destination or an outcome that you desire so bad that you're willing to do whatever it takes, that you don't care how hard things anymore, you just get up and chop wood and make it happen. If you don't have that, what happens when things get hard and the pressure's on, you're going to pivot or slide into a different opportunity or you're going to go wide instead of deep. You're not going to fix the big, annoying, scary problems because you're like, well, you know, I, I don't. Why am I? Why am I so hard on myself? Why am I not? Why am, I don't have to push this hard, right? Because you don't have a plumb line to measure your daily stuff against. Well, that's true for you building a business, and it helps helps you push through and get stuff done. But it's also the same principle applies to the people working in your company. Mm-hmm. So when things are hard and it's June, and you're asking them to work like four Saturdays in a row, and you told them they'd only work two, and it was an honest mistake, but you go to them and you're like, listen, guys, I need you to stop up like are you with me okay what does that look like well it can look a lot of different ways but if you have been constantly communicating casting that vision in context of what's in it for them and you're you're like hey we're gonna buy like cooper he's our sales guy he's gonna buy he's a really young guy he's amazing he's a sponge right he's super motivated and as soon as he started working for us i'm like what do you want to do and he wants to be a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to work for me for 46 years and, you know, get his little 401k and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's not the way the world works anymore. He's but, a millennial. Millennials right. have lots of jobs before. But why he's – the time he spends here needs to grow him as a human. And he is on fire. He does his job at a high level. He does more than is required all the time with a great attitude. How do you get that? Well – Everything that we do when I have my one-on-ones with them is about where are you at? How much cash do you have in the bank? What's our deadline? Because we have a deadline when he's going to buy his first duplex. I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him walk through the process and the financing of the whatever. That's why he does the hard things because that's his mountaintop inside the organization that I quote-unquote own. But he can still build his own empire inside of my empire. Which, I'm sorry I'm talking. Last thing, I'll let you talk again, is um, Gary Keller is the founder of Keller Williams Realty. It's the largest real estate company on the planet. He's a, multi, he's, a, he's a billionaire. 
And he says that the reason he's been successful is that he lets people build their own solar system inside of his company. His company is the universe, but he, there's no limit to what can be achieved. There's no maximum income that can happen. And so what happens is these people inside his organizations, there's no ceiling. And so that attracts hungry A players and they can just go and explode and be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's super, it's just an awesome way to look at it. Um, I w- would just to piggyback on that, I think there's a, people get a little bit nervous to invest in their employees. And you're probably thinking, I don't get nervous to invest in my employees. But there is a little hesitation. We build up these walls where we don't want people that give the opportunity for people to burn us or to disappoint us. But when you want other people to win, I don't think it's, I mean, we've had employees, we've had employee issues before in the past, but we've never had it where it's like... Well, I always joke I've had people stab me in the back, but I've also had a couple of them stab me in the front. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't but had you, a few. You can't build a system no. for the anomaly. You don't. Yes, exactly. Who cares if that happens? It doesn't matter. There's risk when you lead. You're vulnerable by leading correctly. It has to be that way. And how cool is it? An op- how cool of an opportunity is it that you have the ability to invest in people? That you have the ability to change people's solar systems. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's a huge deal when you. Um, invest in people and and you know their why and the personality test to go back to that that's how you make sure they're in the right lane too that's another good thing about personality tests you might be asking someone to do something in your company that is completely out of their comfort zone Mm -hmm. you know if it might not work you could be setting someone up for failure and just because you don't have a misunderstanding of what their strengths and weaknesses are, right? Yeah. We just make assumptions. Go ahead. Get. We're going to bring a, our kid in here. you got to remember, I'm on a four-day vacation, so we're just keeping it chill. Bring her in here. Is that Finley? It's okay. Bring her in here. Get her. Oh, she's got to go potty. Well, I'm no, going to have to sign off the it's podcast. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to go potty now. So, no, she's good. Uh, anyways, personality tests... Take them, enjoy them, have your whole family take them. It's very enlightening. It will, I think it will radically change your perception of your employees. Mm-hmm. I it, agree. Husband and wives take them. Even if your wife is not in your, I'm an entertainer. So when you're looking at them, yes, that is me. Yeah, the 16 personalities have like a label. <laughs> and if you're wondering and you want to learn about me and Ashley, she her label is entertainer. You can actually go to the website and read all about what an entertainer is personality type is i'm 100 percent extrovert if, if anybody wants to know i didn't know you could be 100 percent. which is weird because when you were young you were super shy i know isn't that crazy it was just you know i'm was... a logician <laughs> now there's one there's one called like a there's two words that are similar logician and then there's another one that's like a logic one that's not logician so logician which is it, it freaked me out when i read it <laughs> it freaked me out when i read his as well because yes. it is him and then, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would leave you with this. One of, one, this one quote really just blew my mind. One of our employees, um, or one of the people on our team, is a ca- campaigner. And his quote was, I don't care what profession you're in, I care what you ache for which really was not something that's on the top of my mind when I think of things. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's what they ache for. What do your employees ache for? Do you know? I think you should. Wow. That was, like, really heavy after Finley, her two-year-old, knocked on our door when we were podcasting and had to go pee. Now we're like... We're into the deep place again. That was amazing. I'm a mother. I multitask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for your support. Um, I'm really hoping we can get all the new listeners, the people who have discovered this show, uh, to hop on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. It's really, really important to us that we get those up. We're trying to get to 255 star reviews. And it's not super fun to do one. It's a minute. You have to log in. It's, a, and it's annoying. But like, if you're getting value that is affecting your life, can you reciprocate by giving me a digital high five and just do that? Can you like give me two minutes? Because I do see them. I, I read all of them. They they mean everything to me because it is a tremendous effort to do this, especially every day. Uh, but I appreciate everybody that has given me one. It's so awesome. Continue to like and share the episodes. I appreciate you guys. Happy Easter. Uh, take care. God bless. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember Remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.